Hello and welcome to the Disability News Japan podcast, a podcast all about disability issues in Japan. This is Michael Gillen Peckett recording this from inside in Kobe. I've been self-isolating during the weekend after Prime Minister Abe called a national state of emergency on Thursday, essentially extending the the, the semi-lockdown, call it what you want, in, in, in Tokyo to the rest of the country. We say half or semi-lockdown because in Japan, unlike some other countries, there's no actual legal enforcement of it. If you go out, go outside. Don't don't get me wrong. If you if you were to congregate, I'm sure some police officers would have a quiet word suggesting you move on. But ultimately, there's not much they can do to legally enforce that at the moment. Or at least they aren't doing anything. Lawyers have been arguing in the newspapers actually about that because so, some of them are saying that the constitution does allow for some kind of emergency powers. Others are saying not. So it's, that's an interesting debate for, for elsewhere really. Now in terms of news about disability this means that most of the news is really to do with uh, COVID-19 deaths and infections in, in care homes. For example on, it was reported yesterday and there'll be a link to this in the episode notes it was reported in Toyama Prefecture in, in Toyama City as well of Toyama Prefecture that a, a woman in her 90s had caught the coronavirus and died on April the 18th. Well, she died on the 17th, was reported on the 18th. And that's the first death in Toyama Prefecture, actually, from coronavirus. Although, in fairness to the care centre where she was living, they, she, she did go out for a PCR test before she died and did come back positive. Fortunately, it came back too late. It was only discovered posthumously that she had it. But I don't mean it in any way flippantly. In fairness to the care home, they were doing the right thing. And now the woman who was who living in her sort of apartment bit is being tested as well. But there is one news story I thought was interesting that is not to do with coronavirus. And that's to do with the Sagamahara incident. In, in July 2016, where Satoshi Omatsu was recently sentenced to death for killing 26, well, killing 19, injuring 26 others at a care home in uh, Sagamahara in Kanagawa Prefecture. Now they are rebuilding the care home, and the care home is being rebuilt not in Sagamahara, but in Yokohama City, which is in obviously it's in the same prefecture, Kanagawa prefecture. And because of that, obviously the name will change a little bit, because it used to be the Sukui Yamayurien, the, the Sukui Lily Garden. And now it's and now it's being moved to, to Yokohama, it will be called the, the Serigatane Yamayurien. The, the Sukui and, and Serigatane are just place names. Yamayurien means lily flower, essentially, and it's a, it's one of the flowers, it's the symbol of the prefecture. What was interesting, though, is what, what they're going to do, is they, or what they have done, is they've registered the phrase Yamayurien, or the word Yamayuri, rather, with Japanese Sign Language Institute. 
And apparently this is unusual. I don't know about the sign languages of, of, of other nations, as it were, but the Japanese Sign Language Institute said it's customary not to register proper names, with the exceptions of some names of politicians and famous people, places. But in order so the incident wasn't forgotten, they, they decided, yes, that Yami Yuri would be registered as a as a as a as a name in in Japanese sign language, I would be given its own way of expression. And if you look at the link on the episode notes, you'll see a, a picture which suggests how you might say Yami Yuri. So I thought that was interesting. Not much else, much more to say really. I said it's all about deaths in care homes, infections in care homes. There've also been a lot more infections and another death in, in a care home in Saitama, for example. So, that's it. Thank you for listening. Bye, bye.